Welcome to EY Access with your host, Eric Young. Let's talk specifically about what a merchant needs to be thinking about in the way of a migration. You've mentioned a few things here, Scott, but uh, let's talk specifically about cost, all right? Because we've, we've mentioned that several times now. Other platforms are raising their rates, you know. Um, some platforms like Yahoo, I've not really seen any kind of rate increase. In fact, I've seen more uh, friendliness there than anything else. Like you said, there's a lot of loyalty uh, going on. They want to keep merchants intact. And, um, but I see a lot of platforms raising the rates. Um, so what do we make about that first and foremost, about just what we're seeing in general from platforms in regards to rate increases? Don, why don't you take this one? I know you've looked into this a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, there's been, obviously, the biggest you know rate change recently was big commerce, which has made a, a monster rate increases for a lot of stores. Um, it doesn't impact every store the same because there's a, there's a dollar limit. There's also an order limit. And, you know, big commerce, from their standpoint, they've got to get profitable. And so I understand that from that perspective. And I've heard from merchants that have talked to big commerce, so I don't have this firsthand, uh, that, you know, they're basically told, hey, this is what we're doing. If you don't like it, you can move or, or whatever. And so that's a little scary just from the standpoint that you could be on a third platform and all of a sudden have some major price change. Um, you know, other platforms may not even change pricing, um, but when you're looking at pricing, you've got you've to take everything into account. Like if you're going to, say, a Magento, you know, where it's not a hosted solution or you've got to host it yourself, you've not only got to deal with, oh, it's the software there. You can say, oh, I can do community edition, then it's basically free. And it's like, yes, but have you accounted for bandwidth and hosting and patches and, and all of these expenses that are not just simple, oh, it's $10 a month. It's something I've got to account for. Mm -hmm. uh, Magento recently, the, on the Magento One line, recently had a big patch update that came out, I don't know, it was a month and a half, two months ago, a couple months ago and caused a lot of the extensions to have issues that needed further update. And so it's that kind of work that is a cost that you have to try to account for when you think about these things, but you can't obviously you know, exactly nail down a number because there's so many variables and things that could happen that you can't plan for. Mm -hmm. um, that's the one nice thing that the host is, at least it's a little more controlled from that perspective. Um, but you know, all these, platforms out there have all got to make money and not all of them are so they'll either find a way to do more and get more merchants that will make them the more money or they're going to have to change pricing to make it happen mm -hmm. and so you've got to be prepared for that whereas yahoo we know they're profitable they've been around they're making money so that's actually a good thing for, for the stability you know perspective mm -hmm. well so what i hear you saying is there's there's kind of two sets of costs to look at the cost of the platform itself and maintaining that platform, but also the cost and obviously developing the storefront, developing new features, landing pages, et cetera. Is that, is that kind of what you're saying, Don? Yeah, I mean, you've got to look at all of these things. What's it cost to develop? What's it cost to maintain it? You know, keep it up to date. You know, if, if, you're, if you're still hosting the platform, you know, and then obviously the standard, you know, what's your monthly fees or percentage fees or whatever. Um, you know, you look at Yahoo's got a percent of your sale, but at the same time, Shopify has you use their, you know, processing. So they're really getting a percentage there too. So, um, you know, the nice thing about a percentage or, you know, is something like that is yes, it increases as you increase sales, but 
it's also something I can easily calculate. I know exactly where I'm going to fall. So. Right. Well, and Scott, you've said uh, many times over the years that when you advise merchants on these types of things, you just look at risk in general and kind of what their risk tolerance is. Uh, you know, if you stay on the platform, there could be risk of an upheaval, but if you're moving platforms, there's obviously risk as well in regards to SEO and, and, and uh, really making sure the platform receives your new brand correctly and, and that sort of thing. Could you maybe speak to that? I know that this is something you feel pretty passionate about advising merchants in regards to, to risk. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, what is risk, right? It's not being able to completely predict the future and know that you have plans in place um, that you can implement, you know, if, if things go wrong, if things that, that you don't expect happen. And we're in literally the most disruptive um, industry ever, right? I mean, we're not just in retail, we're in online retail. So there's always risk. And the biggest risk, I would say, as you kind of started the podcast off, Eric, is inaction. You know, that's one of the classic, fundamental, strategic mistakes a business can make, is to assume their competitors are standing still and not waking up every day with a target on them. And, and that's, just, that's just business, that, that's how this works. So, you know, the biggest risk, in my view, is um, complacency for the sake of complacency, because no matter what option you, you take, there's risk. Um, there's risk when you move to a new platform or, or do any type of redesign, of course, right? So what's the risk? You know, you could lose all your SEO rankings. That would be the one that, you know, years ago would be kind of number one on the list. Although over the last few years, we've seen that we can mitigate um, quite a bit of that risk. Um, and a lot of stores have shown that, you know, whether you're redesigning or you're moving, um, you know, if you plan properly, if you have the right team involved, if you're not just kind of doing it by the seat of your pants, that, that's a risk you can largely cover. Um, the other big risk I, I view, frankly, is with mobile. I think that if you don't have a good answer for mobile, then you're going to continue to find it harder to grow sales. And so, you know, the, the risk of going from one platform to another is only a risk if, you're, if you don't plan accordingly. But I don't think that people should make a decision on, you know, whether to move to a platform or whether to redesign their site based on, you know, fear of loss. I think it needs to all be centered around what do you hope to gain? Mm -hmm. And if you're not gonna gain much, then you probably shouldn't do it because the risk, doesn't, uh, the risk is not justified by the reward. But if this is part of a bigger effort to really revitalize your business or to really continue on, a, on an accelerated growth track, then you know, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't let those types of risks hold me back at this point based on the best practices everyone on this call has developed over the last few years and merchants have developed themselves. Great point, Scott. I, I love what you said about gain. You know, this is about making money, not losing money. And, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the things that I see so often is that merchants basically play into the, the marketing of these various platforms. You know, they'll say one thing about this platform and kind of frame other platforms accordingly. Um, but what I encourage merchants to do is to, like, listen, don't even think about the platform brands for a second. Instead, think about exactly what you need to do. Like you said, Scott, what you need to do to uh, grow your business. What functionality do you need? What improvements in your brand do you need to make? Uh, like you mentioned about mobile, what, what, what needs to happen there? Um, and, and basically create an objective list of 
what you need to do and then consult with your developer on how to make that happen. Uh, I'm always suspicious of developers that are only about one platform or another. I mean, we support multiple platforms. I know you guys do. Uh, but there's a lot of developers like, no, nope, no, nope, you can do it all on this platform. And that's mirrored by what the platforms themselves say. All of them say that no matter what you want to do, you can do it on platform X. Um, but, uh, Don, you've said this before, there is no perfect platform, right? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you know, I, I, I fall into the same camp a lot of times. I mean, there's no perfect platform. There may be a, a best platform for you right now, but that may not be the best platform for another store. You know, I'm, I'm a programmer from years and years and years, and I've never been, you know, programming language agnostic either. It's like, you know, there's a language that works for this, there's a language that works for this. It depends on what you need. Um, and I think the same follows for a platform. I think, you know, there is no perfect platform. And what is the right platform for you now may not be the right platform for you five years from now. Um, you know, it's going to depend on so many factors in your business, what the platform does. Um, so you've got to research. You've got to find out what you need to move your business forward. You know, mm -hmm. you can't take your money and, and stick it in a mattress and think I'm just going to hang on to it. You've got to be looking at what will move my business forward. And, you know, what do I need? What are capabilities I need? And how do I get those? Well, and Scott, uh, you know, one of the things that I see so, so often is that success gets in the way of any kind of forward, forward momentum. You know, it's not just failure that's the biggest impediment, it's success. You know, I, I was talking to a merchant the other day who has a terrible mobile presence. I mean, it's horrible. Um, but they're making money, you know. And so it's like, well, you know, my site's successful. I'm doing this, this, and this. But my argument is you can always be making more money. You can always increase that uh, conversion rate, uh, decrease mounts rate, et cetera. Um, but what's your, what's your take on that, Scott, for merchants that are successful, uh, at least to the degree that they're, they're happy with, um, but they, they still just are, are lackluster in the way that they're, they're performing, particularly for mobile and some of the other aspects that we've outlined? Yeah, so I would say maybe six or seven years ago, I was part of this, this business group with eight or nine other local business owners of technology companies, um, you know, a, a very experienced group of people that have been in business for a long time. And there was one in the group, his name was Eyal, and he came from Israel. And the first thing he did when he came to the U.S. was he bought a motorcycle, and he drove his motorcycle from Massachusetts to California, down to South America, and back up. And he told us that story, and his, his message to us was, if you're ever in the comfort zone, ask what you're not seeing that you should be seeing. Mm -hmm. And what I took away from that is um, the same is true in business, as is with raising uh, young kids, as I've learned. If everything <laughs> is silent, that's more scary. <laughs> right, and there's right. a lot of noise. Right. <laughs> no, that's, that's a great point. Don, what's your take on that? Yeah, I, I, mean, I basically agree completely. I mean, if, and certainly agree on the kid thing. It's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, one of the things that I was going to bring up in regards to just kind of a safe solution is that a lot of platforms will say, yeah, we do this. We have a search functionality. We have reviews. We do this or this. But it's not really best in class in terms of what you actually need for a store. But I think it's all best in class is also relative. Um, what a certain business needs for reviews or for a login or for anything else may be different 
uh, from another merchant. But I think, I think still you have to be very objective about realizing what you actually need for your business and, and get those blinders off, right? Because a merchant that's looking at his store every day may not be able to see exactly what he needs to see um, to make improvements. Don, agree or disagree there? Yeah, I think the hardest part, you know, for any merchant, or at least, okay, for me, uh, I won't say everyone, but is to look at your business and really be able to look at it as if you're outside of it and find out what you need to do mm-hmm. and where are your strengths and your weaknesses in your business and what, what kind of you know, capabilities you need, where you need to improve. All these things are so hard to see when you are in the trenches with your business and you know, working in it day to day it's so hard to see because you're so used to it. Certainly looking at your website when you're doing a redesign. Some merchants get so tied into what their current site does and how it works, and they're like, it works great. Well, it's because you know it and you're used to it, but the store, you know, the, the customer coming to it has never seen it before, and so what you think is great may not really be for them. And so that's, to me, always the hardest part is getting out of your comfort zone, out of your business, to actually see what you need to do with your business. Right. Well, I just want to touch on one quick thing that you mentioned, which I thought was also a subtle but good point. You know, the platforms or the companies that are saying, you know, we can we can do everything for you. We can give you the best site search. We can give you the best e-commerce platform. Um, we can all these tools that you'll need. They're all going to be great. We'll market you. We'll we'll help you with your data migrations. And usually, that's a fantasy. So, for people who like to read in the group, um, Porter wrote this seminal piece on strategy years ago. And in his piece, he talks about, you know, what is, you know, ultimately it comes down to choices. And so some companies, you know, these generalists, you know, the choices they make is that they want to cover all the ground. They want to offer you everything. But there's no way they can really offer you everything and have it be best of breed or anything close and not charge you so much money um, that it would price out a lot of mid-market merchants. So in the end, they give you kind of a taste of what you want, but it's not full-featured. So... I just wanted to share that and that, you know, when I think about our strategies for, for you, Eric, for you, Don, and, and for my companies, um, you know, the focus is how do we be best at something specific? And, and you know, so I would say always be wary of, of the, the one-stop shop type platform solution. Very well said. I, I think if you're trying to be a generalist, you're, you're shooting a little bit too, too far. Um, so I think that's a great right. point, Scott. 